Good morning. I will reiterate the happy Mother's Day that that couple have already said this morning. But good morning. My name is Thad Lanthrop and I am the administrative pastor here at Church in the Valley. I'm just uh, I'm glad that you're here with us today as as we worship the Lord. Um, we're in the middle of a, a message series um, right now. It's called The Working Life. And today's message is appropriately titled Wholehearted. Um, the, the job of a, of a mom really does take a whole heart, whether it's getting up in the middle of the night with, with young kids or being a shoulder to, to cry on. or um, it, it really takes a whole heart to, to be a, a mom and um and be there for for your your kids and so i just want to say happy mother's day um i i hope that that all the the moms out there i hope you have a good mother's day i've had as i've become a a dad and i we celebrate father's day i've had to really lower my expectations on how that day is going to go and i've found that as long as i start here then we can only go up from there so i hope you have low expectations and your day is better than than those expectations are um, but this this series is really focused on um, this message series is really focused on on work and how to make the most out out of our out of your work um, we we as you dig into the Bible you can, you find that there's just there's a lot that the Bible has to say about work and that's really helpful because we spend so much time working um, going to work coming from work. Um, spending time at home doing doing work, we're just we're surrounded by um, spending time doing work. And so today's message, like I said, is is wholehearted, and um, that that working wholeheartedly actually it goes against a, a lot of of what you hear today. A lot of the attitude today in regards to work isn't to work wholehearted. Um, we're, we're taught early on, if you play sports, or um, to give 100%, give it your all, you know, go after it. But unfortunately, with work, a, a lot of people today look at giving 100% like this. Always give 100% at work. 12% on Monday, 23% on, on Tuesday, 40% on Wednesday, 20% Thursday, 5% on Friday. Wholehearted is for the weekend, and half-hearted is for the work week. Seems to be the, the the sentiment that a lot of people hold these days. I remember my my first job out of college. We started working 40 hours a, a week. This is the first time working a full-time job with um, that wasn't just a short period of of time. And um, in school, I always could look forward to the summer. There was always that summer break coming and that was you know motivation to get through get through my schoolwork and get through things and it was pretty a, a shocking reality when summer came the weather was nice it was time to go outside and my work schedule didn't change and I was in the same routines I had to just keep going to work nothing there wasn't any real break in in the action um that that was it was it was uh, tough to get over that first uh, summer. It's like, wow, this is, nothing's changing here for me. I realized during that time that I couldn't just look towards the summer, that that was going to be my break time. I couldn't just, just gut it out to, to get to that, that summer. That wasn't the motivation that I could have anymore. 
um, that first experience of, of working full time just felt like running a marathon and then it just kept going. You know, you get to the end of the marathon and it just keeps on, keeps on going. At times it felt like I was just trying to, to survive and, and get through um, my, my, my work so that I could make it. You might experience that as well, might just be trying to, to survive. You might, um, and, and, and that's actually another attitude that we see. Check out this meme here, um, this, this picture. I wonder how much work I'll have to do today to make it look like I actually did work today. You know, these pictures, these memes, they're they're humorous, you know, as as much as we as we get a chuckle out of them. But there's got to be more to working life than that, than just trying to survive, just trying to to get through. None of us want to live just trying to make it look like we're working so that we can um, get through the day. And as you dig into the Bible, you find that God, he, he calls us to work to a different standard. One word that, that sums this up pretty, pretty well, this standard pretty well, is wholehearted. And when you take a look at the word wholehearted in the dictionary, the, the first definition that you get is having or showing no doubt or uncertainty about doing something or supporting someone. So you see this idea of, of, of full commitment in this definition. Somebody's all in. They're willing to, to go, go through whatever it takes to get the job done. Uh, a secondary uh, definition that, that you find is, com- is completely and sincerely devoted, determined, or enthusiastic. Think about this last week. Think about it re- in relation to your, to your work. Was I completely and sincerely devoted, determined, and enthusiastic about my work? If you choose this standard, the standard of wholeheartedness, it, it really adds tremendous value to your, your business, to your family, um, to an organization, to a church, to, to an athletic team. You know, this standard of wholeheartedness really adds a lot of value. This, this standard of, of wholeheartedness, uh, for me, I, I was fortunate enough to, to see this um, every, as I was growing up. My, my mom this would be a word that I would use to characterize her. She is wholehearted about her work. And I didn't appreciate that a lot growing up because a lot of times that meant, you know, I'd clean something and then I'd have to come back and clean it again because it wasn't quite to the, to the standard. But as I, I grew up and as I, I got older, I, I began to appreciate that more and more. And recently we were working um, with a group of people on a project, and I, I was I was uh, working uh, alongside her, and I, every time I'd want to just kind of get the job done and move on, I'd look over, and there she was doing some really detailed task and making sure it was just right. She was going about it wholehearted and getting it done, and that, that encouraged me. That made me want to work at my job wholehearted. That's what wholehearted work does. That's what being a wholehearted worker does. It encourages those around you to want to do that as well, to want to put in that effort. If, if somebody around me is, is giving that effort, is, is putting in that, that wholehearted effort, then I can draft off of them. I, I can be encouraged by that and put in the, the effort myself to do that. Wholeheartedness, it, it's really contagious. 
we're, we're going to take a look at some instructions that the Bible has to, to give us uh, about how to work to this different standard, how to, how to work so that we're working wholeheartedly. We're going to take a look at a, at a verse uh, passage in Ephesians, Ephesians 6, 5, 5 through 8. And in, in this verse, we're, we're going we're gonna to take a, a look at, at what it has to say about, about how we should work. Now, a little context um, in, that goes into the, the New Testament as you're reading this verses in the New Testament. A little context beyond it. it it's going on during the, the Roman Empire. Um, and during that time, slavery was just, it was a normal part of life. As normal as, as we get up and, and go to work, that, that, that was just, a, slavery was, was a normal part of life at that time. Many people were born into sl- slavery um, many became slaves during war and conquest. Um, about a third of the, the population in the Roman Empire was, was, were, were slaves. And so the, the, by the writing of the New Testament, slavery conditions and treatment of the slaves be, began to improve. Most slaves were, were assured food, shelter, clothing. Um, many slaves dressed better than, than if they were free men. Um, some slaves could, could work for their freedom after a period of time, and then some were, were given freedom after, um, after their masters died. So th- this is the, the context for the verse that, that we're about to, to read here and, and take a look at. And this letter, this, this letter is written from Paul, by Paul. Um, he was an early church planner, and he's writing this letter to the Ephesians in, in, within that context. So let's take a look at that verse. Ephesians 6, 5, and 8 says, Bondservants, obey your earthly masters with fear and, tribble, and trembling. Um, so he's saying give, give them a certain level of respect. Give your leaders, those that are, that, that are over you, give them a certain amount of, of respect. So bondservants, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling, with a sincere heart, as you would Christ, not by the way of eye service as people pleasers, but as servants of Christ doing the will of God from the heart, rendering service with a good will as to the Lord and not to man, knowing that whatever good anyone does, this he will receive back from the Lord, whether he is a slave or free. Paul raises a, a few issues here. Um, the, the one issue is the issue of, of consistent work. It's, it's not just working when the boss is around, but consistently working hard. No matter who's, who's watching you, who's looking at you, you're, you're going to do the same work whether somebody's watching you or not. Paul is he's saying to not work by way of eye service. That, that's what he, he's saying here. And that is actually working by way of eye service is, is you know, you're, you see the boss coming and you scramble to, to try and get to, to working, um, try and get back to, to work. But what, what he's saying here is to, to not do that, is to you shouldn't be concerned when the boss is around if you're consistently doing your, your job. This is actually working by a way of, of eye service is a, it's a big problem in the workplace today. According to a, a Gallup poll in 2013, only 13% of employees are engaged in their jobs. 63% are not engaged and unmotivated and unlikely to exert extra effort. And then 24% are actively disengaged and, and truly unhappy and unproductive. 
So this is, it's, a, it's a reality in the workplace today that people are just checking out and, and not wanting to, not giving that wholehearted effort. But Paul is saying to work in a different manner. Three times he, he mentions this, this working with this inner motivation, not external motivation, but, but this inner motivation. He mentions it in, in verse 5. He says to work with a sincere heart. In verse 6, he says doing the will of God from the heart. In verse 7, he says rendering service with a good will as to the Lord and not to man. You know, God, he, Paul is, is telling us to work to the standard of, of wholeheartedness. The, the phrase goodwill in, in that Ephesians passage is the Greek word eunoia, um, which, which is often translated wholehearted. So it's goodwill, wholehearted. It, it, it can go either way in the translation. And this, somebody who is working wholehearted, they have a real regard toward their boss's interests as if it was their own. They are working as if their boss's interest is their own, and they're taking ownership of, of that and working towards that. So according to that Gallup poll, you, you can set yourself apart in the workforce. You can set yourself apart from 87% of the people if you just are actively engaged in, in trying to um, do, do what your boss wants you to do, make your boss a success, make your, make your company a success. And this type of work it has great benefits. Working wholeheartedly and in the right way brings success. Ecclesiastes 10.10 says, If the axe is dull and one does not sharpen the edge, then he must use more strength. But wisdom brings success. There's an additional handout um, in your, your program there. I'd like to have you pull that out right now. And on that ad- additional handout, um, there's some, some wholehearted work habits that, that are on there. And um, on the back, there's some half-hearted work habits that, that bring trouble. But I wanted to take some time and just, just go through that real, real quickly. The, uh, the first habit on there is appropriate and gracious speech. Um, as you dig into the Bible, you, you find that our words have a big impact on, on our, our work. They can help set the environment for a good workplace. They, they can um, also set the environment for, for, not, not a, for a not healthy workplace. But the words that you use are going to invite people to come and work with you or to invite them to avoid you altogether. Um, another work, wholehearted work habit is just effort that is real. It's actual, not imagined effort. Um, so you, you don't just talk about things and what you're going to do, but you, you put in the effort to do it. Um, it's energetic, so you go, go about your work with a, a sense of enthusiasm, um, you, a sense of, of um, excitement about your work. Now, I'm not, a big, I'm not a very excitable guy. I'm pretty even keel. Um, so that one's a little, it's a little hard for me. But there's this inner excitement, maybe, that, that you can have that would help you to, um, to pass that on to your, to your coworkers. But you, you know what I mean. There, there's, there's this contagious, you know, enthusiasm about, about your, your work and what you're doing. Um, and another, uh, another part of effort is just diligent, um, being diligent. A diligent person is sharp 
They're focused. Um, they, they work energetically, thoroughly, and enduringly. Um, the Bible says that they are the opposite of lazy. They do not merely desire or dream, effectively plan ahead and work the plans. Um, diligent person gets things done, values the, result, the results of their effort, um, achieves leadership and wealth. I was talking to my, my son about diligence this, this week, my four-year-old son. Um, he was eating dinner, and he asked, why do I have to eat all my dinner? And this message was on my mind. I said, well, I'm training you to be diligent. And so he doesn't know what diligent is, so he started asking me, well, what does that, what does that mean? I said, well, it means you, you finish your dinner, and you eat it. You know, you're di- you, you finish the job you're doing. And so he asked me, well, what else is diligent? Well, when you're cleaning up toys, you put them all away. Um, that, that would be being diligent. And he kept asking me more and more, what is diligent? What is diligent? And it hit me as I was talking to him. That, that is really the question that we need to be asking. In this situation that I'm facing right now, what do I need to do to be diligent? How can I be diligent with what I'm doing right here? Um, another uh, part of, of effort is it's timely. Um, it's, you do things before it's too late. Um, it, you don't just wait and wait and wait to get things done um, and miss the, the opportunity, but you get it done in time so that you can reap the harvest. And then it's motivated by a need. Um, you're not just doing busy work, but there's an actual need that you're, that you're meeting by the work that you're doing. Now, if you flip that, that handout over on the back, there's some half-hearted habits there um, that, that bring trouble. They're basically the opposite of, of the front, um, but the, these, these habits can get you into real trouble in, in your work. Uh, they all talk, no actual work, haste, going about things too quickly, missing some steps, um, slack work, just, just not giving it your all. Laziness, um, rest and excessive sleep produce goals and fulfilled desire and fulfilled dreams. Um, the list goes on. It's not a list that you really aspire to is, is, is on, on here, on this list. Um, the, the patterns of a, a lazy man, um, rests a lot, starts but doesn't finish, full of fearful, unreal excuses, wise in, in his own eyes. Um, you know, the... Just like wholeheartedness is contagious, so is half-heartedness. The way that we work, it affects, it doesn't just affect us, it affects the, the people around us as well. So you, you may want to, to go back through that, that additional resource. There's a lot on there, there's a lot of verses on there. You might want to pick, pick um, some, uh, some sort of a working habit that you might be struggling with, um, read the verse that goes with it, read more about it. Um, but when we work with half our heart, we, we start giving in to all sorts of, of excuses. And our minds are, are they're flooded with, with lies like, I'm too tired. It's not what I want. It's too hard. I'm the only one. It's not, fa- it's not fair. Half-hearted work, it, it just it gets us nowhere. Um, when we work half-hearted, work, it seems to drag on. Um, it, it's it's like that picture we saw earlier. How much work am I going to have, or how much work am I have to do 
so that it looks like I work today. That's a, that's a long day at work. It's a slow day. Um, when we work half-hearted, we, we don't get as much done. Our bosses can't count on us. They're not going to give us um, any additional pro- projects if they don't think they can, they can count on us. Um, we, and we just don't find the success that we're trying to, to accomplish. So despite the pull to work half-hearted, um, to, to do things halfway, work diligently. Get, get a lot done. Don't spend your days trying to, to look like you're, you're, you're working, but put in the actual work. Instead of trying to look like you're working, imagine how much you can get done by actually working and, and, and doing your, the, the job. We, we've listed a, a lot on that, that handout there for you of, of work habits, and, and I hope that's a that help for you. Um, and you can take some time and, and process that, and I hope that's a help for you as you spend your, your days and, and your time working. As, as I wrap up today's message, um, I'd like to ask you to, to pull out that connection card that's in your handout again. Please, please fill out as much of that card um, as you as you um, feel comfortable with, continue to, to fill it out. Um, I'd also like to invite the worship team up um, as we're, we're wrapping up here, and the ushers can begin to start um, preparing to, to receive the offering. But take some time, just finish out, finish out that connection card, um, or there's some next steps on the back that, that you might, um, might want to take in response to the message today, and then you can drop those in the baskets when the offering ushers come around. Um, here's a couple next steps that you might want to take in response to the, the message today. The first is um, pick a successful work habit to focus on over the next month. So is, is there one of those successful work habits that as you're reading through it, you're, oh, I need to work on that one. Pick that one and, and, and try and work on it th- this next month. Um, a, another next step that you might want to take in response to the message today is ask God to, to show me where I'm being half-hearted with my responsibilities. Just, you know, be honest with yourself. Where, where am I, um, and ask God, where am I being half-hearted? What, what do I need to do? What, how can I work on, um, work on being wholehearted in, in my work? Before we, we begin to sing back to God um, and receive the offering, I, I wanted to leave you with this with this thought from Charles Spurgeon, who was a pastor back in the 1800s. It's from a long time ago, but his, his words ring true today. So take a look at this quote with me. This is no unusual occurrence. It is the general rule of the moral universe that those men prosper who do, who do their work with all their hearts, while those are almost certain to fail who go to their labor, leaving half their hearts behind them. God does, does not give harvest to idle men except harvest of thistles. Nor is he pleased to send wealth to those who will not dig in the field to find its hid treasure. It is universally confessed that if a man would prosper, he must be diligent in business. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you um, for the opportunity to be here this morning and worship you. We thank you for your, your wisdom and your guidance in the Bible um, on how to work, how to go about our work. Um, I pray that, that you would um, just help us to uh, pinpoint ways that we can apply this message to our lives this week um, and, and help us to really work wholeheartedly 
um, and work wholeheartedly um, to, to really bring uh, honor to you by the way that we work. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.